Welcome to Just James's podcast. Scooby Doo Doo, Wobbly Wow, Billy Mariah, Wow, 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 with Thomas, definitely not Timothy. Yeah! Nailed it! Hello, everybody! Welcome back to Just James. It is your host, James. I have my beautiful plant, the man of the hour, the sexiest boy around, my favorite best friend, my plant, Thomas. He is with me. He is the brains behind this podcast for anybody new and for all my regulars. Welcome back, guys. It's Wednesday. We're halfway there. We're halfway to the weekend, guys. Just power through. It's a day to be motivated. It's a day to eat better than you did on Monday, go and get some exercise, go for a walk, drink some water. Just remember, we're all giant houseplants. We just need a little bit of sunshine, a bit of water, maybe something to eat, and we will live our best lives. So I'm back. I, I've i had a tough week, and I'm going to... I really debated talking about this on this podcast. I, you know, this is my little life it's this is my little corner of the world where I can talk about myself and things that are going on with me and things that I have knowledge of or things that I'm learning and I'm passing on advice to you guys it's just me I'm just a little opinionated South African living in London and trying to live my best life and I think you know the the best with all the best intentions that we have in our own lives, sometimes we go through stuff in our own lives, things that we don't particularly want to talk about either. You know, we we have fights, we have arguments, we lose our jobs, we, you know, end relationships. Things happen, and it's not always sunshine and roses. As much as I try and motivate in my podcast, and I try and keep this po- podcast so positive. Things also go on in my world, you know, um, and I've had a pretty severe fight this week with a family member that ended in me actually walking out, getting a taxi, getting a train, a bus, a tube, a second tube and a train and then a bus to get home, uh, being like, fuck you, I want nothing to do with you. And it's really heartbreaking because I love my family, you know, at the end of the day, through heartbreak and fights, I do still love them. And I know that they still love me. We just, we've had a pretty severe fight about something that I'm very hurt about. And I feel like my perspective is not validated. And the way that I feel was, was, was brushed away. And it's, I don't, I, I think there's a point where I have to stand up for myself and the way that I feel. And that boils down to walking away from my own family sometimes. And I don't think it's forever. I really don't. I think that I'm fortunate enough to come from such a loving family that this is just, it's a fight. And it's not like the end of. But it's put me in a really deep, dark place this week, to be honest. My heart's hurting because I don't want to fight with my brother. Um... You know, I love him and I've been very teary and very down and I've really struggled to find my own motivation this week. But the the fucking good thing is I've lost a bit of weight because I can't eat anything. But 
the downside is, is that I, I've been struggling to do this podcast because I didn't want to bring it into this. I mean, I'm bringing it in. Fuck yeah. You're like, James, you just, you're doing what you said you wouldn't do. But what I didn't want to do was sit here and like slate my brother or be like, you're an asshole. This is why I'm right. And tell the story to pretty much everybody that listens to my podcast, because I don't think that's fair. Because I think if, if I was going to do that, he should be on the podcast and have his side of the story so that it's fair. It's a fair fight. Um, but I think we all go through things that just make us really sad and really like heart sore. And, and this for me, unfortunately, is one of them. Um, so, guys, my heart's really hurting this week. Uh, very, very much hurting this week. So I've left this podcast late again this week. Um, obviously for the for the reasons I've just stated but now unfortunately it is Wednesday morning I really wanted to get this podcast out earlier and in typical Jamie fashion I procrastinated I cleaned my entire flat I had a cup of coffee I read all my emails and now I'm doing it but all of the construction workers are outside working on the scaffolding and the project that's going on around my building if you listen to if you're regular on my podcast I've got um my building's being renovated. So if for some reason a drill starts, I'll have to end the podcast early. If you guys hear stomping, I'm so sorry. It's bloody workers. Um, I've closed all the windows. I'm sitting in my bedroom on the floor because I think it's the quietest place. And I've just realized that my bloody washing machine's on. So I'm not doing any good for you guys this week. This is going to be like the noisiest background noise podcast of all times. And I'm so sorry. Um, you know, this is my raw little podcast. I don't edit it. I don't take out anything that I don't feel should be in there. I do one take of my podcast and that's the way I want my podcast done. So it's the style of my podcast that I wanted. And that's why it's called Just James. It's because it's just me sitting in my little home in London and like talking to you guys so <laughs> yeah if things happen bear with me this week and if I just burst into random tears we're just gonna power through that as well uh it's it's one of those things man it's just one of those freaking things so Friday night was it Friday was it Friday fuck I've lost track of day yes I must have no Thursday night no was it Thursday oh, I've lost track of days yes must be Thursday night last week I was washing my dishes and and the cupboard in front of my um sink was open and I suddenly went there's water on my feet I thought that's strange so I looked down the entire I mean this is probably the scientific word for it the pluggy thing that goes from the sink into the cupboard that the water goes through I mean like look I have no fucking idea what it's called I really don't was completely separated from the sink so I thought it was the screw in there. So I tried to replace the screw, be like fucking MacGyver and do it myself. And um, it literally came apart again. I got a bigger screw, tried to do it again. Didn't work. And then I realized that the somebody explained what it's called to me. It's the waist trap has snapped. The little circly thing that the screw goes in. So if you're a plumber and you understand this, then you'll understand this. If you're like me, that's a girl, then the scientific word is a circly thing. So, <laughs> um, and I've had a dripping tap in my bathroom for probably about a year 
But in December, I had gone away and the tap had started dripping quite excessively. So I, because I was away, I didn't realize that it was dripping as as badly as it was. And of course, wasting water, which just kills my heart. But what it did to the building is it actually affected the water on the whole wing of my building because of my dripping tap, because obviously all the water was just pouring down my tap. Um, and they were looking for the resident that had caused the issue. So I played really dumb and just hid it because I didn't want to get in trouble. And I got somebody to tighten the tap really, really tight for me. It's still dripping, but not as severely as it was. But with them turning it so tightly, they snapped the, the tap head off. So I've kind of left it because I wanted to put a bit of distance between that situation and the actual repair so that there was no evidence that it was me because I didn't want to get in trouble so um I'm now trying to get both of them fixed so I had the plumber here on Monday so luckily I'd gone away for the weekend and then of course had family drama so I came back Sunday didn't want to eat didn't want to cook had a little bit of biltong for dinner Monday I just really didn't want to eat didn't want to cook so it's been fine because I didn't have I didn't need the sink for cleaning and stuff. And anything that I do wash, I've just been washing in the bathroom sink or in the bath if, if it's too large. And then, of course, then scrubbing down the bath because I'm really weird about stuff like that. Um, so the plumber came. He said that whoever had installed that sink thing, the the mechanism underneath it is actually for a bath. It's not for It's not for a sink. So he didn't have the parts on him because it also was probably done about 80 years ago because I live in a really old building and the parts physically no longer exist. So they either need to replace the entire sink and so that it's repaired or he needed to go off and find the pieces. So he's gone off to do that. And then, of course, because the tap head in the bathroom snapped off, he now needs to replace that whole little arm that the tap's on. So he's going so he's coming back potentially today, I hope. But of course, now I'm washing everything in the bloody bath, which I hate doing because I love my bath. So the last thing I really want to do is be lying in like dirty dishwater. So now I keep scrubbing down the bath. It's like this never-ending story of me like scrubbing down the bath, freaking bathing, bathing my pots, scrubbing down the bath. So it's been quite the week, I must say. It's it's very, very frustrating. But hopefully he will come today and repair it. Otherwise, I don't know what I'm going to do because I can't live without a sink much longer. And then I keep forgetting that the bloody sink's not working and I'll run the tap and be like, oh, shit, and then have to clean out the whole undercarriage cupboard because now I've forgotten about the bloody sink again. So, yeah, that's what's going on in my world. And then on Monday night, I was so devastated and distraught. And I told my friend what had happened. So she, she texts me in the afternoon. She's like, let's just go for a walk off to work. So we did. We walked up from, from my house in Rains Park up, to, up the hill, which is quite quite a killer hill to walk up. Um, and we were going to go up to the forest in, in Wimbledon Park, uh, Wimbledon Village, sorry. Um, and we got blown into the pub. So, you know, there was there was a very big gust of wind and it just blew us into a pub. So we, we stopped and actually had two glasses of wine and it was really lovely. And then she came back here. We got a little bit of pizza. So Monday was a bad diet day. Um, because I'm not drinking, it doesn't mean I'm teetotal. I'm just, um, I'm trying to get healthy and fit. 
So, but that was really lovely. It was, and I needed that. I needed to just vent with a friend, you know. And I think sometimes having our friends nearby when you just need them was was really good for me. I think it was a really good experience. So I loved that, and it made me it made me feel better. And then yesterday, because my mom was involved in this fight as well, um, I've been avoiding her because of what what had happened and um I I sent her an eight minute long voice note and just actually told her my little why I was angry with her about it but you know and 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 admitting I'm wrong you know I think that's a very important thing I wrote my brother a very long letter on Sunday about because I think I just couldn't get my point across so I wrote it all out and then I I was talking to my dad and my dad's like if Obviously, you wrote Nick this long letter. What happens if Nick writes you a letter? And I was like, absolutely. He's like, would you be open to reading? And I was like, absolutely. I think if you're in an argument and somebody gets their perspective across, I think you have to respect their perspective. But when they return their perspective, you have to respect that as well. It's not a dictatorship. You each have a side to the story and you're each probably right. So... I'll be curious to see. I mean, he hasn't. He's ignored my email at this point in time, but I think he's a boy and a brother. Um, but you know, if he did say something, you know, from his perspective, I would certainly be able to listen to it. Um, he doesn't listen to my podcast, so I don't think he'd listen to this. But anyway, I also on Friday went and had my hair done, and I I went. The lady that did my hair in December um, did my hair again. And I don't like it. I just think she did a shitty job on the dye. I think she went too blonde and then she added like dark in between. And it's just very like, like 90s highlight look. I don't like it. I don't think she blended it well. There's some areas that it's like lighter on the root and then it goes darker at the bottom. I'm just not happy with my hair. And I think... I've got a little bit of regret about not going back to my normal hairdresser that that and paying that little bit more. But I think, you know, if you ever are coloring your hair, it does come with a wrist. A wrist? Risk. And it's not just like the cut. It, you know, It's the color that I'm so unhappy with. But I think the first advice always, sorry, I can hear my washing machine spinning. It's going to end soon. So if you hear spinning, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't think about it when I started the podcast. Um, so wait, you know, just chill, do nothing. Maybe like washing it a couple of times will like calm it a little bit, especially with highlights. Sometimes they feel too bright or sometimes you have to wait several days or even up to a week so that the highlights can sort of like settle a little bit. Um, so they can be very bright and vibrant from the salon. And then depending on the type of toner that this, that they use, um, the right toner can sort of calm it down to like maybe a better color as well. So I might just wait a couple of days and then maybe get somebody to just put a toner on it because I just don't like the color. Um, so most salons sort of like I have a one to two week window that allows for adjustments. So if you're unhappy with something, you can go back and be like, oh, I don't really like this. And then wash your hair with the right shampoos. So if you're washing your, your hair with like a tinted shampoo, it can help calm down the tones, especially if it's sort of like brassy. So make sure that you have the right products to enhance the color or sort of like tone the color, whether it be for blondes, brunettes, reds, and so on, you know, opposed to the products trying to add creative, you know, obviously if you have like pinks or purples and things, there's, there's different like 
rules to it, I'm sure. I've never dyed my hair a bright color. I just, I'm not cool enough for it. I don't think I have the guts for it. But excessive washing is not going to be good for highlights if they're too light. So if your highlights are brighter than desired, washing will not help it. But anything sort of excessive washing can also make them brighter, um, especially if that's not what you're looking for. But I would say sort of um, definitely maybe look at your your shampoo, which I've sort of like done to try and like get the... the uh, but I just think she did a shitty like toned I don't know I don't know what I don't like about it you know what I mean like there's something I just don't like about it but I don't know what it is um and I just try not to turn to like a box color if you possibly possibly can you know it's tempting for sure to sort of change the color but the minute you put that cheap box color on your hair it's going to be really hard to lift again um try maybe shifting your part if there's a different part of your hair that might have like a better tone line to it and if all else fails, just go back to the salon and get them to fix it. The problem is the salon I went to is in Suffolk, which is all the way up by my mom. And it would be quite a mission for me to sort of go all that way back. Um, just to like fix the tones. I might have to like tail between my legs, go back to my usual hairdresser and be like, look what I've done. Look what I've done to your beautiful hair that you were working so hard on. Um... But yeah, I'm off to Swindon this week. I am going to see my dad. So my dad lives in Wales. Uh, he loves Wales, loves it there. He's been there many, many years now. And like he loves the like quietness of it. Um, but he's coming down for a week on holiday to see obviously my nephew. And of course, I'm fighting with my brother. So me and my dad are going to stay in the same hotel, um, which I can very easily sort of like let him go and see my nephew and stuff in the day. I'll stay and work, and then at night we can just do stuff, and then I'm just there for two nights, and then I come back. But, you know, if you are dealing with silvery rivalry, I think trying to be the bigger person is sometimes the best way. It's hard for me to say that because I feel like I'm the better person, and I feel like I'm in the right. So, you know, sometimes to try and rise above a disagreement and show your level of maturity is the best way to start. You know, sometimes the effort of we're brothers and sisters, we shouldn't be fighting like cats and dogs. Let's take a moment to talk about it. It's a really good way to handle it. But, you know, is is the issue as big a deal as you're both making it out to be? You know, the cab driver that fetched me on Sunday, I told him that I was fighting with my brother because he asked me why I was so upset. Um, he asked me if I was okay because I was quite upset in, in in the taxi. So I said, I've just had a really, really massive fight with my brother. And him and his sister had a fight at their mother's funeral, and they haven't spoken in 30 years. And I don't want that for my family. I certainly won't. But I also think that space is a really good thing right now. You know, we live in different towns. We can sort of keep ourselves separated for a little bit. <clears throat> and, of course, I'm going through to his town now. So let's see how that goes. But I think we need to try and compromise. And I think that's one of the biggest things in a fight is sometimes you you – you might be annoyed, but you have to make the effort. Oh, the washing machine stopped, yay. Um, and show them that you genuinely are the bigger person, you know. Um, focus on a resolution. I think sometimes just both of you, it's tempting to lay blame and make your voice heard. But sometimes resolving the issue is more important. And I think that apologizing can go really, really far with a, with a, with a sibling fight. 
and avoid bringing issues up during celebrations, which is exactly what we did. You know, we were away for the weekend to like, you know, be a family and do things as a family. And we freaking had a fight at a family thing. Luckily, nobody else was around. It was just my mom and my brother and myself. But I think avoid trying to make your parents choose a side as well. It's very common for siblings to want to put like their mom and dad in the disagreement to determine who's right and who's wrong. But it's unfair of your parents and your siblings to do that. Um, and I think it's really important that sometimes your, your parents step aside and let you guys deal with it. Let you guys fight it out. Get to the bottom of it. Say everything you need to say. Get it out. And then you guys can start working on a resolution. Get everything you want to say out. Whether it be screaming at each other until you get it all out and then start working on repairing it from there. And I think that's a really, really good thing. So, yeah, hopefully it comes right. Fuck, who knows, you know. Um, I, You know what I, what I hate as well is that, like, whenever I travel, even if it's just around the UK, is that I get, like, travel fatigue and it takes me days to come right from it. And I think, like, you know, when you're taking a trip and whether, like, sleeping in a different place, it's traveling for long hours at time, it's doing like fun adventures and stuff like that if you're going on a holiday. But I find like traveling very tiring. And even just going like to my mom and back, I find it exhausting. It takes me days to come right from it. And travel fatigue is actually a thing. And it's not always sort of just discussed with travelers, but it's 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 actually a real thing. And I never actually realized that it was, I thought it was just me being like, maybe I wasn't drinking enough water. Maybe I just was you know, I'm not good in sleeping anywhere but in my own bed. But there are things that you can do. And I think while all of us, it's now turning into summer, it's school holidays coming up, we're all going to start traveling soon. You know, COVID is, restrictions are reducing. And I think we're all sort of like going to start like doing trips and stuff. So um, I, I just, I sort of researched what travel fatigue was. And I was like, oh my God, this is actually a thing. But it's total exhaustion caused by too many days or weeks of constantly being alert while traveling. So it, it manifests a, um apathy towards travel activities that excite you. There's, you know, there's, there's different cultures and cuisines and, you know, it's almost like a type of burnout. So travel fatigue feels like a deep weariness or disengagement. So sometimes, you know, there's you've done so many different things and you know you could be grateful to travel and there isn't an issue there but the thing is is that if you're seeing different things and you're constantly busy you're actually like your body is more alert than it would be on like a day-to-day -day, like on a normal day-to-day -day. so the perspective of reality and facts are notwithstanding sometimes you know we alter our perception of the situation to see you know, different things, like, like when we're, what I mean by that is like, when we're at home, you'd like lie on the couch and watch TV. But now when you're traveling, you're out and about, you don't want to waste the day. So your entire um, perspective and, and perception changes when you're traveling. So you, you change your entire sort of like day to day, because, you know, to do more stuff, what's the point of like going, going and traveling and then you sit in a hotel room watching your TV, what's the point? So you actually get more fatigued when you travel in the short term because 
because you you're sort of changing your your entire trip so like long-term travelers i think there is there's a difference they sort of like get used to used to it but um when you're going away for a short period of time sometimes when you get home you're absolutely bloody exhausted and you're like oh i need a holiday from my holiday it's exactly what that is is because you you're on a completely different time frame and even like going and staying with my family for the weekend although it's my family you're still constantly keeping people company you're constantly talking to people i live by myself i really struggle sometimes to to keep seeing people all day every day even if it's for a short period of time because i'm so not used to it and i find it absolutely exhausting for me because i have to constantly have a conversation i have to constantly like be kind and alert and you know what i'm saying like whereas with when i'm at home i'm by myself and i can sort of just like go into my own world if that makes sense so you know there is there's ways that you can help uh with travel fatigue and recovering from travel fatigue and i think pick a place and stay there so sometimes you know the constant movement from place to place can actually make you even more exhausted having to repack your suitcase take your suitcase go somewhere if you could just stop and stay in one place for like a short period of time then and then explore from there you've got like a base to come back to and sometimes that can actually help with travel fatigue so take a nap and get like a really good solid night's sleep if you can sleep is always a really good solution for for tiredness and even mental tiredness as well so and you know and sort of um what is i trying to say now oh god i've lost my own train of thought there um you know, try and, uh, that's what I was saying. So try and eat healthy. So I know that it's important to try different cuisines and foods and stuff. And sometimes like if you're traveling and you're living on takeout, it's very hard to sort of get a good balance of nutrients. But if you can try and get some like fruit and veg in and like slightly healthier stuff to, um, to help you sort of get your vitamins and minerals in, that's going to help you, um, sort of like get through the trip a little bit better and avoid guilt you know sometimes we find it very difficult when traveling to sort of um like stick to routines and like do things that you would normally do like eating healthy like sleeping better and sometimes like taking the guilt away and actually just doing it is a really good thing to help you through it and try and talk to your friends and family you know even if you're on the road keeping in touch with your friends keeping in touch with your family and sort of like having that that drawback to your normal life can be a really good thing to help you so if you a meditator daily meditating will be really good for you um and unwind you know take that time go and lie on the beach take the time go and like do something relaxing go and have a massage do the things that are just going to give you a better body and mind as well and you know, maybe take one of the nights, take some time off and have like a movie night, have a chilled night where you're not just on the go all the time, you know, take some time off to like watch a movie or something and just calm the farm at the same time. Sometimes even in a trip, that's, that could be really helpful. And then of course, when you get home, I love to just unpack and just get it done. I take, from the moment I walk through my front door, I unpack all my suitcases, pack the suitcases away, any laundry straight in the washing machine, anything clean straight in the cupboards, all my toiletries get packed away, all my stuff, and then it's done. And then I can chill. I can do whatever I want after that. And it's just done. There's nothing to be done. There's no like 
um, uh, travel remorse. It's all done. It's finished. And I that works for me. I mean, some people keep these suitcases unpacked for a week. It's it's your life. Live it. Like, whatever makes you happy, fucking do it. But that's what works for me. And then I feel like I can completely chill out and everything's done. And before I leave for a trip, I absolutely scrub down my house. My house is spotless when I leave. So I come home to a really nice and tidy house. There's nothing to do when I get back. So that's my travel sort of advice but anyway guys you guys are liking the conundrums at the moment i got quite a couple of answers this last one uh mish as usual you're my first um conundrum queen you answered first and i do apologize my last podcast i said i couldn't remember if mish had replied to the last um conundrum she actually had i missed her her dm so it was my fault. She did actually reply and she is still the conundrum queen. So I do apologize, Mish. Um, and I will say publicly on this podcast that I was wrong. Um, but yeah, you did actually reply. So last week's conundrum was what invention lets you look right through the wall? What, in- what invention lets you look right through the wall? And the answer is a window. So some of you guys got the kids like that one last week couple of you guys DM me to say your kids guessed it. So that's good. But I have to say, if your kids are listening to this podcast, please don't let them swear because I do let off a couple of F-bombs. Um, I always have. I do have a bit of a potty mouth. Uh, it's not intentional. I do it without even thinking about it. So if your kids are listening to this, I don't swear. Don't swear. Um, my nephew is learning words at the moment and um, we now have to say sandwiches around and we can't swear. So you have to go those bloody sandwiches, um, you know, sandwich you. <laughs> so, yeah, it's one of those things. So this week's conundrum is I have lakes. I have lakes with no water, mountains with no stone, and cities with no buildings. What am I? I have lakes with no water, mountains with no stone, and cities with no buildings. What am I? So if you want to send me your answers to Just James Podcast, which is just underscore James underscore podcast uh, on Instagram, please do so. I love getting messages from you guys. If you ever want advice, put it on there. I will speak about it on my podcast. If you ever want to come on my podcast, you're always welcome. I welcome any guests. Uh, but otherwise it's just me. It's just me here talking to, to Thomas, the plant. So guys, I'm, I think we all have tough days and tough weeks. And this is one for me. And, and I'm sorry if I banged on about a fight that I had. It's just sometimes just talking about it and getting it out there helps. And I feel like you are my people. You're my community. You're my you know, I've got such regular listeners to this podcast and I love all of you. I love the support. Um, and I'm trying to build a really motivated community because I'm motivated and I'm happy on, on general, but we all have bad days and we're allowed to, we're allowed, we're allowed to not always be okay. And this week I'm not, and that's okay. It's, it's how we deal with it and how we how we correct it and how we take it further and better ourselves from the things that, that we have to learn from. And I think that's what's important is is taking the lesson and and growing as a person and, and knowing better for next time or 
knowing what we won't tolerate for next time or just fucking we have one life if if this is it how miserable do I want to be for this one life do I am I going to lie on my deathbed one day and be like Jesus I wish I had spent more time on social media I wish I had spent more time buying materialistic things or am I going to go I'm so glad I got my life with my family and the people that I love and I'm going to cry because it's such a terrible thing to think that I don't want to I don't want to spend my life angry with people I don't want to spend my life sad and I don't want any of us to I want us to freaking just just like thrive and be like be the best versions of this little one life we have that we can possibly be you know and the the successful man will profit from his mistakes and try again in a different way and that is to me a really valid point is that what am I going to learn and what am I going to grow in and what am I going to try differently to make my next week a better week, make this week a better one for me and for you guys. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I love you all and I hope you have a really wonderful day and just be good to one another. So I think who's, who said, um, What's her name? I, I, I want to say Oprah Winfrey. It's not. It's Ellen Janet. She always says, be kind to one another. And I love that saying. And I think that we really, really do need to be. So let's be kind this week. And hug the people that you love. Because it's really important. Okay. And your dogs. Hug your dogs. All right. Bye. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. Just James and Thomas the Plant.